0: Paul Stenhouse joins me now. Good morning. Good morning, Francesca. Apple and Google have turned off live data in their maps to protect the people of the Ukraine. This is good, yes? This, this, this is good,
1: yeah. Uh, look, and there's, there's lots of things happening in this Ukraine situation when it comes to technology. I just see today Russia has actually blocked Facebook um, in the Russian Federation. So not the other way around, which I thought was potentially where we were headed. But uh, Russia says that they've been discriminated against. So that's some kind of like breaking technology news um, around the Ukraine situation. Uh, and Facebook, obviously, Meta, the apparent company, says that this is bad because uh, people won't be able to access information. It's a real problem in uh, in Ukraine at the moment is getting access to reliable information because of all of the the propaganda of state media and things like that. And it's also, um, Apple and Google have also taken steps. Now, they've turned off the live data, as you said, in Ukraine. So usually live map data is kind of there to help people right it helps you detect traffic jams it helps you um find out i mean even here in the states you can find out what bars and things are busy back um you know when people were going to bars a whole lot more um that you could find out you know was it a was it a pop in place or not but in this situation in ukraine um they were actually sort of worried that the live data on these maps might alert the russian forces to areas of uh refuge that people are gathering um and here's one something that's super interesting when just before the 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 invasion was announced and we started to see you know the pictures and things happening someone noticed on a google map just Mm. outside of ukraine that there happened to be a traffic jam, a very long traffic jam at 3.15 in the morning, right where some satellite images have previously showed where uh, Russia had been staging some military vehicles. And this this, uh, professor at a university in California just started tweeting because he could watch this traffic jam move. And what he was witnessing in data form live on the map was the The invasion Mm. beginning. And and so you know that's a that's an example of of the the, the data that we are seeing of of this conflict. Um, and so obviously, um, if there's people in Ukraine then huddling together and things in the in the in the subway systems, um, they don't want to tip that sort of information off to Russia. Um, and so that's why they've managed to pull they've decided to pull the plug.
0: And cryptocurrency is also sort of coming to play into play uh, around this um, invasion as well.
1: Yeah, because, of course, the, the international communities cut Russia off from the SWIFT banking system, which is the, the way that all the international banks talk to each other. Um, and there's so many sanctions around Exports and and money and, and and policy and things like that. And so, cryptocurrency it's decentralised by by its very nature. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a way to um, cut through some of those government financial controls. And Hillary Clinton, um, she's she's been talking about some of this for quite some time, actually, saying that she sees she saw cryptocurrency as being a problem if ever they wanted to do something like this to cut. Off a country or sanction an individual, you can still just use cryptocurrency. Um, And that's exactly what we're seeing. Um, So she's actually calling on more regulation um, to start to think maybe we need to do more with these cryptocurrency platforms. And she's come out pretty strongly actually recently against some of the crypto platforms today for not refusing to end some of their transactions and activities in Russia. So we've also got companies like Apple uh, stopping selling products in Ukraine, uh, sorry, sorry, not in Ukraine, in Russia. Russia. Like it's, it's all on. Mm. You know, there's all of these big corporates are now having to really think um, about what their involvement in these countries should be.
0: And we always knew that technology was going to play a part with this invasion. You know, there were thoughts at the very beginning that the first sign of it potentially could be a shutdown of the internet, or you know, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's another whole aspect that maybe the misinformation has kind of been dealt with in the past, which is, is now very much part of a situation like this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, the misinformation, uh, I think, was always going to be a, a worry. I mean, look, the BBC <laughs> feels like, you know, go back to World War II um, kind of tactics, right? The, the BBC's had to turn on shortwave radio um, in Ukraine and are sending the shortwave radio bulletins towards Russia to try to get information
0: into... Um, the Russian Federation. So, it, you know. It's good to see movement, though, isn't it, Paul? It is good to see people like Apple and Google reacting. It is. It mm-hmm. is. I mean, look, the, the, the,
1: it's going to be the thing, you know, I'm no foreign policy expert, uh, but I would imagine that if you want to start putting pressure on the government, there's no better way, of the people power. And there's no better way of getting people um, motivated than, you know, turning off some of the things they enjoy and showing them what life looks like when you're cut off from the rest of the West. Mm-hmm um so yeah no pressure indeed
0: paul stenhouse thanks for your time this morning good to catch up